Did you know, as of 2023, around 85% of all gaming revenue comes from free-to-play games? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 188. My name's Gareth Briley. I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. Richard Elf on the Shelf Dobson. And on my virtual right is Mr. <laughs> Paul Ebenezer Scrooge Renshaw. And on my virtual oh, good. And on my virtual opposite is Mr. Neil Bad Santa. What and how are you doing, guys? It's Christmas coming up. It's here. We, you might be listening to this in the Christmas week, but it's it's in the it's in the holiday season. How are you all doing? Merry Christmas! Oh I'm, I'm still in shock after the uh, the way that you've just labelled us all. I think that's I outrageous. I, I didn't know I was going to do it until I did it. Ebenezer Scrooge. Now we've all got our drinks here. Now let's find out about what you've been doing this week, last week, and what are you drinking? We've all got our Christmas drinks in front of us. Hopefully, um, let's start <laughs> with uh, Richard. Richard, what's your Christmas drink? What are you drinking? Uh, today I am drinking an espresso martini out of an espresso, a Pokemon espresso glass because I don't have a martini glass. Oh, I like that. Maybe you can do a picture of that and send it to Neil to put with the notes. <laughs> Neil, Neil's shaking his head. No, uh, no. yes. Yeah. Um, how's your week been, Richard? Uh, pretty good. I turned 34, so I uh, had a nice... Nice birthday weekend. Uh, we went. Thank you. We went to Beamish up up very north. Um, my first time there. Laura loves it, so she wanted to take me there. Was, I had a quite good time actually. In fairness, and uh, then we went out for a nice meal on my birthday, and it was just just pretty nice. Pretty nice weekend. Oh, good. Happy birthday, Richard. Thirty four. Wow. <laughs> what a young what a youngster you are. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't feel it. Well, that's good. That's nice and Christmassy. Um, let's speak to um, Ebenezer Scrooge. How's your week been, Paul? <laughs> it's been great. Yeah, I've been running through the streets looking for the last turkey in the shop and everything. You know, it's it's not easy back here in Victorian England. Um, it's been well. It's been long. I've been in Liverpool and Manchester this week doing all of the IT as usual. Um, and then we've actually broken up for work today. So I'm all in the full sort of holiday mode. So I'm quite looking forward to having a few days off and not thinking about computers. Um, have you, have you um, got all your presents? I had all of my presents at the end of October, mate. Good. I don't mess about. Oh, okay. You shut down any orphanages? Yeah. <laughs> Every single one I've come across. Good. Go. Um, what are you drinking, Paul? First of all, um, I am drinking some of Asda's finest decaf coffee. Oh, nice, good, very good. And let's finally go to Neil. Neil, what are you drinking? First of all, um, I am drinking out of my SIS squeezy bottle, as Paul likes to call them. Um, the same bottles that I stick on my bike when I go riding. It's the only thing I ever drink out of, really. Um, they're quite disgusting. Occasionally, I look at the top and it's covered in mould. Occasionally, I wipe it away. Other times, I just carry on drinking through it. I don't care. <laughs> oh, um, but I, well, in, this... that bo- in that bottle, I have water um, complemented with an SIS um, an electrolyte tab, watermelon and lime flavour. Oh. <laughs> other, other electrolyte tabs are available. <laughs> they are available, and they're in my little energy gels box. I've got lemon, I've got berry, I've got cola, I've got uh, strawberry, uh, this watermelon one, pineapple. Good. Good. Yes, you're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast brought to you by SIS Energy Gel. I thought you just, <laughs> if they'd like to send me some energy gels, then I will take them. I thought, I thought you said SAS. I was going to yeah, go with that. Because the they all the SAS. SAS. From when they were in the heard that, I heard that water bottle is anything but SAS. 
Yeah, you, you're you not like very this stealthy. Water bowl? Here we go. <laughs> oh, that's and all, I, all I can say is in an Xbox Live party, when you're trying to concentrate on a racetrack, hearing that <laughs> gulping down your ear roll, don't half put you off. It well, sounds almost uh, X-rated. It does, it yeah. does. Let's, let's move on. This is gonna... Welcome Neil. to our world, listeners. Uh, Neil, how's your week been? What have you been doing? Um, yeah, it's been all right. I'm kind of trying to slow down work-wise. Um, not really doing that quite yet, but I will do from tomorrow. Uh, and I bought a Christmas tree, finally, like oh, yeah. about three days Hooray! ago. So just before Christmas, buy a Christmas tree, put it up in the lounge, take it down within a couple of days of Christmas, and forget all about it again. Brilliant. Good. There we go. Brilliant. Well, that's this is be. that's what it should be. We're, were... And you call me screwed. Yes, that is your name. Um, so <laughs> we are going to do a special this time. We're going to do the uh, game of the year for the Xbox Hub, and these are all the opinions from all the review team and some on other teams so everyone got everyone's put in their kind of like top 10 games of the year but their top 10 indie games of the year we're going to do both those lists and then do another one as well for something special and neil now the good thing about this is it's quite exciting like christmas day me paul and richard don't know what the results are for this we're going to hear it for the first time just like you and neil's got all the uh all the what's the word all the answers in his in his part. I have the results. The results, that's what I'm after. Info I have the results. Um, yes. Before we do that, though, let's just talk about the kind of year um, in general. I'm going to just ask a couple of questions to you. Do you think, I'm going to go through each person, has it been a, a good year for games? Richard, do you think it's been a, have been a good year? Uh, too good. Mm-hmm. It's been too good a year for games. I'm fully on board with the, the theory that games developers should take a year off and let us play through our backlog because this year has just been insane. Um, what's been in particular highlight for you? Has it just been the, the games coming out? Yeah, I think the way that it's the way that a lot of developers have fallen with their next installments in their, their main franchises. Um, off the top of my head, we've had the new Zelda, new Final Fantasy, new Spider-Man, uh, new Street Fighter, um, new Star Wars Jedi, everything like that. It's just been. It seems like every couple of weeks has been one of the uh, a game that could be game of the year in a different year. Um, and yeah. this this year has been has been tough to to pick a, a favorite really. I think you got it from the list because all of us have got different things, um, which is quite yeah. interesting. What you said before, um, Paul. What about you? Been a good year for games? Do you think? Yeah, it's been all right. Don't want to go overboard, but you know, there's been there's been some good games out. There's been some bad games out. It's been, yeah, it's been exciting. I think is the word. Oh, there you go. Um, so yeah, I uh, I'm I'm fu- I fully agree with everything Dobbo says. Um, and you know, a, a rare outbreak of uh, unanimity in the Xbox podcast team. Neil, what about you? Good year for games. Yeah, I'd say it's been a, a very good year for games. Whether it's been a good year for gaming community or as such, I don't really know. Um, I don't really use LinkedIn, but I occasionally go on there. And I'm linked with quite a lot of people in PR development, et cetera, et cetera, in, in the gaming industry. And there's an awful lot of them that are moving jobs or have lost their jobs, especially in the last three weeks four weeks so if you'd asked me this question a month ago i would have said it would have been an excellent year for games and gaming i'd now say it's been a good year for games not sure about the gaming side of things i think i think some things are coming home kind of slowly and i think the next couple of months could be a bit tricky for some people let's just talk about that now why why do i know we don't know we're not kind of Communists, or we're kind of, but why do we think the layoffs have been so huge? Aren't they like you said in the last four to five weeks? Um, mm. Massive companies, Bungie, you know, it's um, other people just you know, and then smaller ones as well. And why do you why do we why do we think this is because people they're still making money, aren't they? What do you <laughs> think? Yeah, 
I don't really know. I, to be honest, I was looking on LinkedIn and I was shocked at the amount of people that were moving on or were saying, oh, this is my last week, such and such. This is my last week. Um, I, I don't know what's around the corner. And I don't know, maybe maybe the bubble has burst slightly at the end, just with kind of cost of living, et cetera, et cetera, mm. companies trying to claw back some money. I know they let's not be around the bush there's some companies out there that have made absolute fortunes um but the indie side of things perhaps not so much um so maybe they're just all trying to to recoup a little bit or maybe just restructure maybe maybe it's a case of a lot of companies have been bought up and now those companies that bought them in want to restructure it which is always going to happen it's always going to happen um but yeah, I don't know. It's, I say, I think the next few months could be a bit tricky for quite a few. Well, I think it is also the big ones as well because the big ones are taking gambles on things, haven't they? Like Ubisoft, and they're, they're, they've been in a in a slight drop. You know, they've put so much money into Skull and Bones, for example, and I think 180 million pounds is the estimate at the moment. You know, and they haven't released it yet, and it will be yeah, released. But. Yeah, but but Ubisoft, I know, I know there's the running jokes with Ubisoft games that get announced, then disappear for five years, and then you get a trailer, and then disappear for another five years, etc. But the games they have released have been really good, mm. like really good. Assassin's Creed Mirage, The Crew Motorsport, um, Avatar just recently. Mm. They, they, they've released some decent games, yeah. so I don't really know... If they can be lumped in there, I don't know why they're. But isn't it like I'm going to open this up to the other two? But isn't it like if you've got a corporation, the moment the bigger you get, the more people you employ, the bigger your building will be. This is what I'm thinking as well. Is it something like you you employ more people because it's just the way the setup is, the bigger the thing, and you've and but the risk of that if things don't come in or the money doesn't come in or those bills go up, things very easily fall apart. That's maybe what we've been seeing in some of these medium-sized companies or even the kind of the larger ones. Do you think that um, perhaps the size and scope of games, everything going open world and things like that, it's saturating a little bit? Is that why there's perhaps been layoffs? There's there's almost like everyone... We've had battle royales, we've had the open world stuff and everything like that. Are developers almost waiting for the next big thing that they can all jump on board and then start this rehiring process as well to get their their take on it out there again? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Paul, what's your thoughts? I, I think that's quite interesting what you just said about the rehiring process. Maybe they're, they're going to cut it for six months or so, see if something pops up and then go, oh, hello, we'll have you back. Do you want to come back? Yeah. And then in at the end of next year... It might all be rosy again. Don't know. Yeah, because none of these companies seem to be struggling. You don't hear you hear talks about the layoffs, but you don't necessarily hear that these companies are are in debt and facing bankruptcy or anything like that. I thought Bungie were in trouble. Weren't yeah, they? Bungie had trouble. Yeah, they had to do. They had to perform a certain thing, otherwise Sony could take them over or something. Is that, is that right? Mm. They had to do a certain amount of business almost and uh, so yeah yeah, that's perhaps why they're laying folk off so they're a bit more profitable but it just seems a bit short-sighted to me because if you look at the way that games are written these days it's very rare to see a game that goes out the door and then that's it right we're finished with that let's do a new one there's always new dlc there's always new content and to make this you need developers and I know that if I was working on a game and then they said, well, sorry, we don't need you anymore. And then two weeks later, they ring you up and say, do you want to come back? We're going to do some DLC It'll be on your bike. No, I don't. You know, so it's a, it's a bit of a strange one. I think it's I mean, obviously not being a businessman. But but I think as well, I think that's a good point that Paul as well, because in the days of the 360, you had, say, for example, a Dead Space game came out in 2008 or whatever it was. And then a year to two years down the line, Dead Space 2 is out, and another year, Dead Space 3. And those units are pretty much selling for around about the same amount of money, what, 50 quid still. And they had three games out, and there was kind of crunch times as well for those developers to do that. Um, the expectations how you make a game now is much, it's just bigger, isn't it? 
it's you know fully voiceover stuff, fully kind of motion cat stuff. You know the amount of what we expect from a kind of like a game now, like a triple A game, is it's a longer development time as well. And I think maybe that is hard for them. Maybe it's maybe it's just things I've caught up, things have been delayed or gone over, and you know like Baldur's Gate. You know we know there's been people working on that for six years as voiceover people, for example. So it's these. It's a longer process than back in the 360 days. Mm. I think mm. it's interesting as well how you do your post-release content as well. So lots of companies have started adopting uh, sort of like title updates where they'll release a, f- a few, like a new game plus or things like a little photo mode and things like little things that perhaps don't necessarily they, they wouldn't necessarily charge for as opposed to like a full-blown dlc that they can sort of recoup some revenue back on mm. yeah good okay that's interesting um let's just talk let's just carry on from that let's just talk about we'll go we we'll go to xbox again in a minute let's talk about it was a very interesting story this week with um with um naughty dog who had the last of us multiplayer in development for quite a while it was shown off at one of the game awards i think a couple of years ago everyone's expected it. and they came out and said we've cancelled this because we realized we're going to focus this on single this is what they said we're going to focus on their single players and if they were running the multiplayer or the live service element of the games it would be too expensive to do and our resources will be used from our single player experiences so we're just going to do that. There's a question here. It's really interesting about what they when they came out and said that because they're a massive, massive one of the biggest game companies. Um, is live service games or those kind of multiplayer are they are we going to see the kind of like them dropping off in the last couple of years? Uh, Paul, no, 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 I don't think so. Um, I was a bit surprised at this Naughty Dog thing because you look at all the other developers, and they manage it. So like the coalition with Gears 5, that has single player, that has multiplayer, that has ongoing multiplayer things. You know, every other game that you can think of, they manage to do it. So I'm a bit yeah, but surprised. Not, but not, not lately, Paul. It's only Gears is the, is the <laughs> only one. It's, it's Halo Infinite. Yeah, but that's, that's, not, that's not a best example. Of how they well, why, is it, it. why is it not? There's a story mode and there's a multiplayer. Yeah, but then people are not the side by side. Those communities aren't very happy with that. I mean, they came up with very, they came up with the that element first of all, the multiplayer mode, and then they took a while for the campaign. So it didn't come out, mm. and they came out as separate entities. It's and also Naughty Dog did it with The Last of Us, the first one. They had multiplayer and the, and the single. It's about them focusing on just doing what they were doing with the multiplayer for The Last of Us was a, was a live service game that people would pay fifty pounds for and then you would it would make money as they went along. It's that model is the key. There's no there was no campaign with that or no single player with that. That's the thing. And everyone wanted to do that over the last few years because they, they saw those kind of models that's a way of making money forever, you know. Um, is is it will what I'm saying is I think what we found is there's only a few games that can continue forever, Fortnite that can go on, keep going on and on. And it's like everyone's tried to tap into that cash cow. <laughs> and then some companies have just, you know, released a game and it's gone within a week because there's no one playing it. It's a risk, isn't it's, it? It's almost interesting to hear it this way around because normally the, the the conversation is single player is dead. So to hear that, um, Naughty Dog, a massive company that makes predominantly single player games to then for them to then say that they're not bothering with multiplayer for this reason um i think i think to what to what you're saying gareth is that it does show that they they don't think they can compete and i think fortnite probably released three or four different things during the game awards it's just Mm -hmm. an absolute juggernaut and it breaks in millions and millions of players. If you don't have that instant player base, I think the finals is a good example of a recent release that seems to have done rather well as a multiplayer only title. Mm. But you are struggling to think about other games that have that much of an impact straight away and, and have a lot and almost a loyal fan base from the very get go. Yeah. 
Well, look at look at the the last battlefield game, which was yeah, multiplayer. That was a mess. No, but now it, it also it was because it didn't have a single player campaign. You lost half your your people who bought it. You know, mm. so when COD did it, with they had that one year when they just did the um, the sort of battle royale that's now Vanguard. It's it's it becomes. You know, it wasn't people just weren't weren't they lose half the people just not going to buy it because people wanted both or they wanted um, they were interested in that single player. I don't think that I think it's such a I think it's a limited market and it's interesting to look at the game of the year where where some of those kind of single players um, are hitting the kind of more of the, the game of the year. I know one of them has multiplayer, but it's generally a single player game. Neil, what's your thoughts? Um. Oh, what was your question? It was, are live service games dead? Is that it? Mm. Will we see lack of them? Are, are we going to change the way? Are we going to look uh, at that they, they'll, they'll carry on. Um, developers will keep trying to find, like, like what Richard said earlier, they'll tr- keep trying to find the next Fortnite. Um, unfortunately, 99.9% of them are going to miss. Um, and then they'll be struggling. But I'm, I'm not overly bothered about the whole live service thing. If they want to do it, let them do it. If they don't, then they don't. It's quite simple, really. Just crack on with a single player, in my eyes. Yeah. Okay. Just just to add one more thing, Gareth, I think, yeah. interestingly, in this past week as well, uh, the, the Division 2 announced what they were doing for the next 12, 18 months as well. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, exactly. I think, fair play, if, if it's still got a fan base and people are still playing it, I think a lot more people would probably prefer the Division 3. Yeah. 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 It's like Destiny, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I really liked Destiny when it first came out. I think I played maybe the first expansion. And then after that, it's you've got just your core group of you, your core hardcore people that are still there. Mm-hmm. And it, where is it now? It's like still going, isn't it? Yeah, it's Destiny 2 now, and they've the shaping up for another big release mm. next year now. So yeah, it's going to be they still keep releasing a lot of content yeah and there's new there's new seasons and everything else and the only reason i know this is because the boy buys the season every single time right so yeah it's but it's still going and it's still successful there's a lot of people playing it but but there are only people that have been there from the beginning yeah, yeah. you can't you yeah, just you can't. jump it's, it's, in it's tricky to get in yeah no. it's, you can't yeah. you're you not can't getting, just pick it up no. you're not gonna get a new yeah and am I right in thinking that this is the last expansion for Destiny because it was always envisioned as this 10-year project? Well, it's supposed to be. But, you know, given the way that Bungie's going at the minute, maybe it won't even come out. Who knows? Well, that's all cheerful. Um, yeah. we, go, we were going we to talk yeah. about the death of E3, but we won't do that. <laughs> it's gone. I'm glad you picked all the fearful topics <laughs> yeah. anyway. We're going to go yeah. into Christmas. Yeah. Not, not what's your favourite Christmas tune. It's the what about the death of E3? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, let's go into our game of the year list. That's all over to Neil now. I'm going to give it over to Neil. Neil's going to talk about the whole thing. And, and oh, we're going to start with Neil. Oh, thanks. Um, so <laughs> you may have heard us do this the last few years. We've we've done it every year since, oh, I don't know, maybe the last seven years or so. We've done a game of the year list. We've done an indie game of the year list. How it works is everyone on the team um, has access to a dock. They stick their, their games in. Those games get ranked one through to ten. We then assign some points, kind of Formula One scoring styly, so... 25 points for top game, one point for the game in 10th place. Uh, all those points are collated up, and we get a nice little list. Um, like Richard said earlier, I think it was Richard, um, there have been a lot of games out this year that could have been a game of the year. Uh, and in any other year, you'd expect some other ones to be on the list as well. But we, as a team, we have had, let me just have a quick count, uh, we've put in about 60 different games between us, uh, and we've narrowed that down to the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Top eight main games, and then done the same for the top six indie games. So, um, before I crack on, I could ask you two, you three even, what's your individual games of the year? Don't go into it too much, just Gareth, what's yours? 
I'm not going to say now. I'm going to say when it comes down to it. No, no, no. Say it, say it now. Oh, Jesus. What well, now? You really <laughs> want to say now? What is? But, yeah. Okay. What was your first one? Um, Alan Wake That's 2. I want to know. Okay. Richard? Remnant 2. Paul? Uh, I think I put Forza Motorsport, didn't I? Don't you put lies. You put lies of tea. I remember oh, this. Of, hey, hang on a minute. Uh, yeah, yes, Neil. My my game of the year was lies of tea. <laughs> right, brilliant. Okay, Neil. Can we oh, chat about please. each one first of all in the list before we go? Don't just list. We the will whole do. Lot. Yeah, yeah we'll start from number eight. Yes, yeah? lovely. We're going to do an eight. Why? So... Why did we not do ten? Can I just check? Because <laughs> you couldn't the... be asked. Neil didn't have nine, time to write them all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to write them all down in an article. Uh, because nine through to about 16 or 17 was very, very close. And literally a point or two. So um, these eight are kind of the clear favourites amongst right. the team. Okay, cool. Just okay. wanted to check. Okay. In eighth, we've got Dead Island 2, which... Richard reviewed mm-hmm. uh, back in ooh, April time, was it? I think it was about then, yeah. Yeah, and you gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I did. I, I played a little bit of it. I really enjoyed it. Um, pretty fair to stick that on the list, you think? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just uh, a, a fun romp through uh, Hell Air, slaying zombies left, right and centre. Do you know, I forgot about this game. I forgot this game come out. And I really, I, I really want to. Play. I was thinking about what games have I missed this year. I thought, oh, actually, I've got to give this a go. Have you played it, Paul? I haven't played it. No. No. Good. Well, so no, I've not played as much as I wanted to. I wanted to play more of it, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. What I did play. I think it's come. It's come. It's been reviewed well. People really had a good time with it, and they. I think it's. Um. Yeah, I just forgot about it. Yeah, that's good. Deadline two. I'm writing that down. I'm not really writing yep. it down. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> Get on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so that was number eight in seventh place was um possibly the most anticipated game of the year of the last two years of the last five years another one that richard reviewed another one he gave 4.5 out of 5 (laughs) that would be starfield paul could you tell us more about starfield uh i can tell you about the first hour of it in great detail (laughs) Um, you might notice that it doesn't appear on my list yeah, because I just no. haven't had time to play. Well, and also, you got outed. Um, well, you know, I think I think you should uh, choose your words a little more carefully, there, Gareth. Thank you. Um, um, I played the first hour. I managed to take off and fly through space and go and talk to some people and join constellation, and then I turned it off. And then there was some bloke who kept appearing on Discord. Discord keep saying, "Get your reviews done." So I just yeah. never went back to it. Um, mm. It's it's a shame. It's still installed on the Xbox. I'd love to play more of it. It's just time is not my friend. Yeah. Have you, Richard? Have you done more of it since you finished reviewing it? You got to... Yeah, I think I've played another fifteen, twenty hours of it. I still, I still feel like I've barely scratched mm. the surface of it. Um, because I was just having a lot of fun uh, doing the the faction quests. Like mm-hmm. one of those storylines just really gripped me and 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 took me along for a ride. And then I discovered the um, the the holiday resort, and then there was a, a spaceship floating up there where they wanted to come and land, but they needed a lot of resources. So I went off and bought that. Um, so I know a lot of people said that a lot of the planets are, are barren and bare, but there's still a ton. Of, of unique stuff there to find if you go if you're willing to explore yeah sorry neil what were you gonna say um no idea <laughs> was it good about was it about starfield <laughs> it might be about starfield i i played a bit of starfield uh before release probably i don't know maybe eight hours or so um release day came along i then pretty much uninstalled it uh again it's a time thing I enjoyed it. It's not my type of game normally, but I did quite enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, I just haven't got the time to sit there and stick in all the hours. If it was a, if I knew there was going to be a definite ending after five, ten, fifteen hours, then I think I may have carried on. Right. 
but but knowing that that's not happening and I can just carry on going forever more, something that I'm not prepared to do. Um, yeah, I just I uninstalled it in the end. So, but I understand why it's on the list. Fully understand. Yeah. That. Uh, you played I, it though. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's again. I need to get go back to it. I mean, I'm worried that I'm going to go back to it now. I think I've done maybe 15 hours of it, and I think I'm worried about going. Going, what's going on? Where am I? What's what's this? Mm. And I had this as Skyrim reveal, and I went back to Skyrim after about six months. I was like, I'm standing in the field naked with an empty orb in my hand. What am I doing? I have no <laughs> idea what to do next. So it's like I think it's the same with this. But when I do play it, I really I'm kind of really into it. I think it's one of these games because I think. Being seven is probably a, a really that's quite a I think that sums up where everyone is with it a little bit. I think in two to three years' time this game is is gonna get better and better. Yeah. And it's gonna you're gonna people are gonna have a story and I think it's just I think it's a game for five to six years, you know, it's gonna get you know, that it's one of those games that people just get more and more, it'd be patched more and more, but it'd be other things coming into it. And I yeah, this it's it's huge. That's the thing. I think that's for all of us reviewing. It's quite hard, isn't it? We get distracted by other things, mm, shiny other things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good. Anyway, that's seventh. Uh, sixth place is a little game. I don't know if any of you three have played it actually, but it's Dredge from Team Seventeen. Mm. Again, came out very early on in the year. Uh, Dave reviewed it again. We've got a four and a half out of five score here. Paul will be very happy with these scores. <laughs> um, I played quite a lot of it on Steam just because I had it installed on the Steam Deck, went on holiday with it and got absolutely addicted to it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lovely little game just to load up, float around in your boat, do a bit of fishing, go and sell your, your catch and head out again and see what else you can find. It's uh, It's really nice little game for that any of you played it no no i really want to but i'm waiting for game pass this is i'm hoping it will come on game pass next year i I have the disc enough i know i have the disc inserted into my xbox and it's installed and i even bought the dlc because it said you could play at any point but i still haven't got around to it yet there you go but definitely we definitely will yeah yeah it's it's a it's a special little game i i got really addicted to it on holiday um yeah, Dredge. Dredge. Uh, what's next? Number five. Uh, yeah, number five uh, is Stray. Ooh. It's only just released on Xbox this year. Um, went down really well when it released on, was it PlayStation and PC last year? Or was it just PlayStation? I can't remember. Uh, now it's come to Xbox again. A four and a half out of five review <laughs> score. This time from Darren. He was begging me to let him review that game. Um, yeah, I've, I've played it. I really enjoyed it. Mm. It went on just about the right amount of time. I probably didn't want any more, but really, really liked that story. Yeah, I, I really love that world. I think it just looks brilliant. I think the idea you playing a cat, but just but it is the world, just wandering around this kind of like sci-fi world run by kind of robots and trying to work out what's happened. And yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I thought it was great. I played it on the PlayStation first. Of all. I thought it was a lovely game. Yeah, I played it on the PlayStation. I think mm. it was the first game I played on PS5, actually. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you played it, Paul? No. I'm just, so I've got to say, I'm not loving this list so far. <laughs> You're loving the scores, but not the list, yeah? Yeah, the scores are awesome. But the list is just like, well, these are none of my games. You okay. can all start off. Right. Richard, Richard, have you played it? Uh, I played it on the PlayStation, yeah. And. I was disappointed with it, if oh, I'm being honest. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah, you stick it to the man, Robert. <laughs> oh. why, why was that? Why, what did you like? He um, hates cats. I, <laughs> cat, cat prejudice aside, um, <laughs> I, I remember reading about it years and years ago, and it was literally like a small paragraph about it, and I was already brought, brought into this world. And I think it did that brilliantly, but... I struggled with the traversing and the. it was almost a bit Metroidvania in places and it just wasn't for me. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, number four. This is definitely one for you, Richard. Again, it was one of your games that you reviewed. Again, you gave it a 4.5 out of 5. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. 
I know nothing about it. I know nothing about Star Wars. Talk to me about Star Wars Jedi to survive with someone. I think I think this was my second favorite game of the year. Um, for reasons why my game of the year, for similar reasons, is that um, it just took what was brilliant about the first game and improved it in almost every aspect. Um, the story was very good. Uh, I appreciated how it it sort of had a logical conclusion, but then it went on for a few more hours, which I know would put people off. But I think the actual ending of the story was a lot better um, in that way. And yeah, I mean, if someone says to you, do you want a souls like a star wars souls like you're instantly well i imagine three of us in this podcast would be instantly invested in it and yeah this me. for me was <laughs> this for me was the perfect star wars so like souls like yeah i think i, I i'm with richard on this i think it was it's quite high, high up on my list it's it was it was an improvement on the on the first game i thought I think story-wise, character-wise, everything they were—they felt confident with what they were doing this time. And it 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 twisted things around. The, the gameplay was great. The kind of boss battles were really fun. Everything was fun about it. The, the planets were planets were much more interesting to explore. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. It's a really, really good game. Hope well. We know we're getting a next one. The last one, the trilogy. The actors leaked it. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. When's that due out then? I'm guessing not next year. No, I think it'll be a few years. Yeah. Okay. Fancy an actor leaping something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, You haven't played it, Paul? No. You don't don't like Star Wars? I don't don't mind Star Wars and I love a Souls like (laughs) it. I just never got around to it. It's another one of those where if I'd had had time, yeah, I'd have liked to have played it. But, you know. Other other Brilliant. things, other priorities. I'm just hoping that Lies of P and everything else is going to be in this uh, top three. But I'm not going to hold right, well. breath. Oh, well. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Go yeah, get hold of that breath. In third is um, a game that you do like. I know this. Um, I don't know how many games Richard's reviewed this year, but he's reviewed quite All a of lot them. of them in this top ten. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this this one gets a five out of five, so mm, there we go, and it's Remnant Two. Now, oh, finally! Yeah, <laughs> go on, Paul. Go on. No, we're going. Richard, Richard can tell us first because he's the um, he's the reviewer, so it's only fair it's that review. he goes first. Uh, well, similar to Star Wars Jedi Survivor, it took the first game, improved upon it in every aspect. Some of the boss battles are ingenious they weren't necessarily just bullet sponges um the worlds were much better designed even though they're all procedurally generated you're wandering through them and at times you don't you're not aware of that because everything just fits together so well um paul and i were playing it last night together Mm -hmm. um and i don't know i know you were getting a bit frustrated with with the boss battle but i were having a whale of a time still oh it's it's great i was i was loving it but that bloody boss can sort of (laughs) honestly so difficult there's a reason he's called annihilation so um but yeah i mean like dobbo says it's um played the first remnant really enjoyed it uh thought it was a bit clunky thought it was a bit rough around the edges but they've addressed those issues with the second game and it's just really good fun souls like with guns and yeah absolutely love it and uh I'm very pleased to see that a game that I liked is actually on the list. Mm. Good. And there's some DLC now as well, isn't there? So There is, yes. Yeah. That sounds good. Quite, quite looking much. forward to that, yeah. Yeah, good. I've done about an hour and a half of it, but I'm quite enjoying myself. It's good. Very good. Um, good. Neil, what's yeah. next? Um, so that's three through to ten and a bit uh, three through to eight sorry and a bit like the nine to 16 17 mark where there was only a few points those those three four five six games that we've just mentioned could really have been in any order um and then the top two are pretty clear again but again the top two could be in any order so they're they're very close but in second is the game that on my xbox year in review has got the most hours on my account of, I don't know, a hundred and God knows, 70 odd hours. Um, and I've not played a single minute of it. So I 
can tell me how that happened. But it's Hogwarts Legacy, a four and a half out of five review from a Gareth Briley. Take it away, Ooh. Gareth. Um, I don't know. What did I give it four and a half? I should give it a five, I think. Um, it's, what did I give it a four and a half? What did I say was bad about it? Because um, you were being miserable. At I the was time. being miserable. It was February. Um, yeah, it's great. It was. It was. It was. It was, it was, <laughs> it was miserable. It's February. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Um, yeah, it's, it's. It's a. It's a. It's a really great open world adventure. I mean, it feels really kind of. Even if you know that world, it feels really original. There's lots to explore. Hogsworth itself looks wonderful. It looks great. It's fun to explore. There's secrets. Hours and hours and hours of gameplay. It looks brilliant. I mean, how they. I don't know how they've put it onto the, the Switch. I don't know how they got it onto Xbox One, let alone. Because they released that a bit later on, um, but apparently the Switch version is is good. It's running. Um, it you sort of just go on this journey as it's kind of like it's set in um, Victorian times and that kind of wizardly world. It's just if you're a sort of Harry Potter fan, you can have all your dreams come true and go into that kind of world and cast spells and level up and visit all the places you want to do and just go around this whole kind of like fully kind of like open world with life, with characters, subquests, everything else. Yeah, it's, it's a, it was a really, it's a great achievement. I've forgotten that came out at the start of the year. Yeah. yeah Love that game. Yeah. 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 I've, and I've watched it being played yeah. for 170 odd hours. Um, and it, it does look really good. Yeah. But I, I've never read a book. I've never watched the films. So I've got no interest in in Hogwarts. But yeah. yeah. You a... too? Paul, Richard? Nope. No? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I played it. Um, really enjoyed it. Got to the part where you unlocked the broomstick. And then I think I forgot that there was a main plot and everything else. And I was just flying around <laughs> on that for hours on end. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Brilliant. Right, so that gets us to uh, number one, which is a game that hasn't been out very long. It probably would have been clear of Hogwarts if a few more people had played it, but it's literally only been out for three weeks, four weeks, and that is Alan Wake 2, um, which Darren has been on here talking about, waxing lyrical about, gave it a five out of five in review. Um, Gareth, I think you've played it. Yeah, I've done it. I've completed it. I loved it. I think it's brilliant. Yep. I think it's my kind of top one. The, the thing the thing about it is, like, forget the first game. I can even really remember the first game, but it has some slight kind of bits from the first game, as in terms of some of the stories there, but the gameplay mechanics were a bit dodgy in the first one. It has a kind of light mechanic still, but all those elements is, like, 100% better. Um, it's like playing a Resi game, a Res- Resident Evil 4 or, or one of the kind of like all the village racing. It has that kind of feel into it, a kind of over-the-shoulder feel. But also at the same time, you've got these kind of amazing kind of like um, detective elements where you're going into a sort of mind palace and trying to work out all these clues of what's happened. And then, of course, I think we talked about it last week, we've got this, a couple of sequences in there that are just like, like controllers. Control had this kind of amazing sequence in it, um, which which is a kind of musical version of this kind of action sequence. I can't remember what that place that thing is called. And this one has a kind of a full on musical, as we saw in the Game Awards, happens in one of the segments, which is kind of it's genius. Some of the stuff, and also just visually, it's the best looking game on the Xbox mm. without a shadow of that. And it just it's just a kind of wonderful kind of like journey to kind of go around this world. Yeah, it's, it's it's brilliant. It's really good, and it's it just felt kind of original and um, fun to do. Just a really nice surprise at the end of the year. So I think Darren was completely right in his five out. Yeah, he absolutely loved it. Didn't yeah, he, he did. I, I keep looking at it, and I want to play it. I just wish it came out six months ago, and I may have then mm. had a chance to play it. Um, saying that, I probably wouldn't have had the chance to play it, so it wouldn't make any difference with it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's it's definitely one to go on the list, and. Um, Richard, yeah. have you played it yet? Uh, I haven't. Alan Wake Remastered is next on my list to play mm. on the PlayStation. And I think that was mainly due to the Game Awards and the Old Gods of Asgard performance, which since then I've had that song on repeat so many times. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And I want to see how that is portrayed in the actual game now. <laughs> because, 
yeah, Darren Darren was sort of alluding to it without really giving away any spoilers, and it just sounds really special. Yeah, it's great. It's kind of like wow. Um, so, Paul, so will you not? You won't play Alan Wake Two until you've played the remastered first one. No, I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm going to hopefully play that over Christmas and then pick up Alan Wake Two. Cool. What about you, Paul? Uh, I haven't played it. I have no plans to play it. I, I hated the first game. Um, <laughs> and I'll stuck my bows. <laughs> um, <laughs> good. Oh, dear. A- anything from your list on there, Paul? Bar humbug. Eh? <laughs> anything from your list? The, the only game from my entire ten games that I wrote down on there was Remnant 2. Right, okay. Well, there you go. It's one. Yeah. But, but it got a five out of five, so... Mm. Well, that, that makes it all worthwhile. Um, yeah. Before we go on to the next list, I can't you. believe the crew Motorfest didn't make it onto the list. What would the editor be in there? Yeah. Well, I did have the crew Motorfest as my game of the year. Um, I had Stray in second place, so I'm quite happy to see that on the list. Uh, and then I had Tear Down in third, which I think is a brilliant game. Mm. But but yeah, the crow the the crow the crew Motorfest is. Um, Dreadful. Let, let, let's just say it. it. It's the best racer of the year. Mm-hmm. It's not though. Apart from Forza Motorsport and all the other ones, yeah, I agree with you. Come on, Gareth, we'll leave them to it. Yeah, we're we'll leaving to it yeah. on that one. Yeah. Um, what? Okay. Let's just let's just talk about maybe one game from that list each that we think we would have liked to like to have seen. Let's just do that for fun. Um, Neil, is there one you said already? Haven't you? The Crew Motorfest is that right? I I, w- I would have had the Crew Motorfest on there. I think that is. The best race of the year, the best Ubisoft game for a couple of years. Is it better than Immortals? Ooh, I don't know. No. Um, but yeah, I'd, ha- I'd have that right up there. <laughs> um, Paul, what about you? What would you put in there? It would be a toss-up between Lies of P and Forza Motorsport, which is without a shadow of a doubt the best racing game of the year. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Good. Um, you don't need to ask Richard because all of his games is on that list. Yeah, Richard. Yeah. Anything you missed <laughs> Every out? Every game in the world. Uh, like a Dragon Gaiden, uh, which has apparently been rated the highest uh, Like a Dragon game on Steam. Um, I think it's one of my favourite ones, and I put it quite high up in my list, but obviously I'm the only one that plays those games on the team, so mm. I can understand why it wasn't on the list. Um, I'm going to just do a big mention for, and this is the reason this is probably not here because it only released a couple of weeks ago. Is probably Baldur's Gate three. I've done a Darren's review in it as we speak, and hopefully now at this moment, um, it. yeah, get your reviews done. Yeah, and I'm I've done a I've done a maybe two or three hours. It's great. It's really good. It's kind of very special. So that might that probably would be up there if that was if it got released maybe three months earlier or something and everyone had a chance mm-hmm. to play it um but i good off for christmas but yeah there you go thank you neil what a list can, no, can it's i good. just say there's one that i i thought would be up on the list that yeah. i haven't played it yet again it's another one that i want to play but i expected dead space to be up there oh i had it on mine yeah it was on yeah, my list on, yeah yeah but it it was hard no it was hardly on anyone else's yeah. and it's quite low down so um yeah i was surprised by that to be honest but that just goes to show how good the year has been yeah. for some other massive yeah. games. And all of those, except for Remnant 2, oh no, Remnant 2 and Awake 2, both got five out of fives from us. All the rest got four and a halves. So they're not bad, are they? No. Not bad list. Not bad at all. Um, then can we do the indie list? Yeah, okay. Um, indie is even trickier because there are so many indie games mm. that come out. You think there's a lot of AAA games and, and big titles that come out. We just have a look at the Xbox store on a daily basis and there's another six that pop up. Um, so that's even trickier. But I've got a list of six. And uh, in sixth is Vember, which yeah. was a little uh, cooking game. Was it like an Indian cooking game or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it's really good. Um, James reviewed it for us. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the score. It was a four and a half out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm noticing a pattern here. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. But, um, yeah, I've, again, I've not played it, but it does look really good. Any of you played it? I've played it and done it. It's 
yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's a really good game. It's also it's a story about kind of Indian family who who lived in Canada from the seventies and the kind of that family's sort of journey and what happens and some horrific things happen. There's kind of like over thirty years, but it is like the it's framed by these cooking. You have to do these kind of cooking games, like put together these recipes that are kind of mouth watering and it's really kind of great about that. Cult. Yeah, it's a really lovely one of those kind of lovely storytelling indie games that's uh, that. You have a sort of slight tear in the eye, but it's quite joyful at the end. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just not, brilliant. Not too long? No, not at all. I think it's a couple of hours, maybe two two hours. Mm. Yeah. So, Perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's what we want. Um, in fifth place is a game that I reviewed. There was no chance in hell I was giving this review code up. It was Marble It Up Ultra, which is like the, the sequel to Marble Blast Ultra from back in the Xbox Live Arcade days. Uh, again, I gave it a four and a half out of five. We're getting very familiar here, but yeah, you just roll a marble round a load of mazes, and it's it's brilliant. I loved it. Whether I loved it as much as Marble Marble Blast Ultra, I'm not sure because I, I I must have put hundreds of hours into that game. Um, but yeah, as a little indie to come onto the store, uh, I thought it was brilliant. Richard, you played it. Yeah, I enjoyed beating your high scores on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Very simple, but well executed. Good. There we Perfect. go. Brilliant. Number four. Uh, next one. Number four is Planet of Lana, which. Oh, it's a good game. Oh, beautiful oh. game. Uh, four, 4.5 out of 5 review score. <laughs> Who gave it that? Did you give it that? It should have been a 5. Yeah, I remember this one. Um, over and done in 5 hours or so. But uh, yeah, I started my review, a game that deserves to be mentioned in and amongst the finest of the genre. And yeah, it's, it was a brilliant playthrough. I loved it. Yeah, it it was brilliant. one of those games that you can just sit down for an evening, maybe a couple of evenings, and just, just play it. Without worrying about stuff, you yeah. just get on with it, don't you? Yeah. And yeah, I, I thought it's a, a kind brilliant of, game. It looked amazing. Visual storytelling at its best. You know, no words. Yeah. In there. It just tells yeah. the story in this kind of world. It's just great. And it's really interesting because I played it, didn't I? At first, one of the, one of the what's it called, the conferences things. I think I did a demo of it. Maybe if you say two, so. A couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. And it was so they were sort of underplaying it really. It was just me and this kind of game. And I remember playing it, you know, at first 20 minutes of it and just going, oh, this is brilliant. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I think it's coming out on Game Pass. You know, they weren't, no one was really bigging it up while there was just a queue around the corner for bloody something. And, uh, <laughs> Five hours for something. forgotten, yeah. They can, they can play the next day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, that's no, good. Did it come to Game Pass? Is it, yeah, it was on Game Pass, it, yeah. It was on Game yeah, Pass. Yeah. You played on Game Pass? Yeah. yeah. Everybody has to play that yeah, game. It's really good. That's so good. Um, third place is Cocoon, which is another one that Darren has gone on about for a few weeks. Um, he gave it a five out of five again. So uh, I haven't played it. You've got to play it. it. All of you have got to play it. it. I said it on this podcast. I was talking about I played it on the sort of I think the, an hour before we started the podcast, and I go, it's it's amazing. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. It's yeah, it's, it's a superb game. And it's on Game Pass, so you should do it. It's just like it's for the makers of one of the makers from Inside and Limbo, but it has that kind of like yeah. really unique gameplay. Brilliant. I think Ge- I think Gemma started playing it actually, so um, I'll have to wait for her to finish it. I'm guessing there's not two save slots. But, um, yeah, it does look very good. Richard, Paul, either of you? Nope. No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've also got Dredge on that list. We've already talked about that. Um. Yeah, get playing Dredge, wherever yeah. you can play it. Pick it up and play it. And then we've got Song. And number uh, one! Ah. Which I gave a four and a half out of five to. <laughs> a shock. A, a massive shock. Um, I thought it was brilliant from the get-go, right through to the end. There are a couple of little bits kind of midway through where I thought it got a little bit too slow. Mm. Um, if If you've played it, it's the bits where you go inside instead of climbing up on the outside, you go inside stuff. Um, but yeah, just a game in which tells you, well, it requests you to go up however you, you can 
it 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 looks amazing looks amazing and it plays really really well so yeah it's good I'm, it's I, I think it's brilliant I've just got to I think I'm near the end and I've stopped for a while I think I got stuck on something and then I thought I'll come back to that but I really love it yeah yeah, yeah I'll say there's, there's a bit kind of maybe maybe two thirds of the way through where it just drops very slightly mm. like really slightly but get through that and the ending is is amazing it's, it's brilliant I think it's really interesting yeah. for Game Pass because Game Pass has had sort of like positives and you know especially the latter part on the big triple a's like starfield and forza and Liza p and you know thing and then of course it had the redfield and you know and those elements but the indie stuff has been really amazing on game pass yeah especially those kind of cocoon planet of lana and this one as well um have you two played that yet just hunt no no richard no no Good. It's really good to hear. Uh, there you go. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Play it. Um, Paul, are you happy with that list? It it means nothing to me. <laughs> oh, oh, Vienna. Um, yeah, it's, I've not played any of the games on that uh, list, so no. And again, my list of indies was completely ignored. So, you know, I'm, I'm not bitter. I'm just disappointed. Uh, what, what's your favourite indie, Paul, of the year? there's been so many um but i'm i was very surprised to see the last case benedict fox didn't make it onto the list it's not it's, it's a bit it's a that bit, was it's brilliant a, it's just not it's a bit um buggy that one and that's the only problem i have with it it wasn't quite ready yet especially when it got when it got released it was a bit didn't quite there's lots of problems maybe it was it. the way you were playing it <laughs> maybe yeah but it looked great it looked wonderful i love the art style it's amazing um, I really wanted, uh, but no one else is going to play this. Burn House Lane, which I gave a five. Um, that's one of my indies, but no one, no one's played that apart from me. I think it's a really great game. What about you, Richard? One you missed out from there? Yeah. Uh, similar, Salamander County Public Television. Uh, loved it when I reviewed it, um, but I don't think anyone else has played mm. it. It's basically like a a series of mini games that you have no idea what's happening next, but they're all done with old school clip art pictures. And a lot of fun, oh, really, really funny yeah. game. Good. Well, that's a good list, Neil. Thank you. I, I would have, I would have wanted Backfire on there, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, very good. Enjoyed that. That's good. And a recent release, actually, <laughs> which is a very strange one, but Train Valley Two uh, Community Edition. It's brilliant. <laughs> I, I, it, it's amazing. It's a really good game. It's just like a railway management game, but. It's, I think it's about 16 quid, 12 quid, 16 quid. But the amount of content that's included in it is unbelievable. You'd be playing it for years. It's really, really good. Good. Okay. Um, we won't go into what we're going to expect from 2024 this year because um, we do that for the, the podcast when we come back in the new year. Um, but Neil, have you got a kind of like a few items you want to talk about? The, the kind of maybe the, some of the worst games of the year? Yeah, I just thought it'd be quite nice just to um, kind of counter the the best games of the year with some of the absolute dross that has appeared on the Xbox Store over the last twelve months. And we we rarely give out a 0.5 out of five score. Rarely. I remember James did it with a horse racing game in 2016. Um, which, to be fair, I don't know how it got a 0.5 out of 5. It could, have, it, it could have been a minus figure. That was terrible. But this year, we've had a couple of them. Um, Dave has reviewed both, and he's given a 0.5 out of 5 to Abe's Animals. Abs Animals? Oh, basically, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's a screensaver <laughs> where you watch a cat. That's it. That's the game. <laughs> So, so yeah so anyway rubbish and the other one is beautiful secura surfing club which i don't know what to say about it i really don't know if if ever a game was made by ai from start to finish it's that visually it looks like it's made by ai narrative looks like it's made by ai you can finish it in seconds like oh. achievements wise you just skip the narrative 
Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's it's terrible. So yeah, so he's the only one that that dropped a couple of 0.5 out of fives, and it was just for those two games. Um, we've had a few one out of fives from our friend Mr. Paul Renshaw. Um, Hello, always there. always happy to um, look on the positive side of things. <laughs> Uh, are these yours, Paul? Demolition Bill Classic? Yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, Deadliest Catch the Game? Yeah. Yeah. Boss Rush Mythology? Yeah. Yeah. Albacete uh, Warrior? He's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So anyway. No, no, that was, that was Dave. Albacete Warrior. Oh, was it? oh, that was Dave, was it? Oh, yeah. Dave's ruined Deep Space it. Anomaly was one of mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a few one out of fives. Rich has gone in on the one out of five of Jurassic Pinball. Um, oh yeah, the, these these are the the weird little pinball games that release standalone for like about two pound fifty, I think, something like that. You've got Jurassic Pinball and Soccer Pinball and what's the other ones, Rich? Oh, there's, there's a few it's of them. Zombie Pinball, yeah. None of them are good. No, but that one was particularly bad. Yeah, um, and then then a game that I just like to pick up called. Hunt Ducks 4. <laughs> now, now you, re- you may remember Duck Hunt mm. from 1985, <laughs> yeah. mid-80s. Yeah. With the old light gun. Yeah, with the old light gun. Well, well, this one is Hunt Ducks 4, but, but a bit cheeky, really, by the developers or the publishers, not sure which one. Um, a couple of years ago, they released Hunt Ducks 2, and all they've done is change the name of the game. And sold it as Hunt Ducks 4. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I like it or not. No. But anyway, is, one out, is there not one, one R3? <laughs> no, I don't it's think so. It's just gone two and four. It went Hunt Ducks 2, Hunt Ducks 4. I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, but yeah, how, how do you get away with these things? I, I don't know. But anyway, there's no light gun on the Xbox, so obviously it's going to be rubbish straight off. Any... Uh, yeah, but no, yeah, but worth picking... Uh, picking those games up if you're an absolute madman. Yes. Anything yeah. that, just really quick before we go, anything that's been a disappointment this year for you, um, for game-wise that you thought, oh, I'm really looking forward to this and it wasn't? Um, Richard? Ooh. Coffee Talk too. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, loved the first one. I think this one just was quite a bit worse. I wasn't as invested with the story this time around, and I think that's because some of the char- the new characters just didn't grab my attention like the first one did. Right, fair enough. Um, um, Paul, anything? Um, the only thing that really springs to mind as a disappointment was Redfall. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I was really looking forward to that. And to be fair, I did have a good time with it. But, you know, it wasn't as good as it could have been. Yeah. That's so yeah, that was the one I was slightly disappointed in. Anything from you, Neil? Um, no, <laughs> not really. The amount of reviews. <laughs> the, the amount of reviews. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say I've been disappointed by anything really. I don't think. No, no, I'm I'm quite happy. Um, mate, actually, can I be a bit controversial here and mm. say I've been disappointed by the single player of Forza Motorsport? Yep. No, you can't say that. I, the, the, the <laughs> I'm a massive, massive Forza fan, yeah. but I've got no interest. It, it's, just, it's just like, it's a bit like um, Gran Turismo 7. I just thought the single player there, it was just like ticking boxes. Can, and it just feels can, I, can I ask a question really. about it? How do you get out of the practice? Do you have to always do the practice thing before you do the, go into the... No. Can you get no, out of doing the practice? That's what, I don't know. I like to do the oh practice. Oh God, it's just. That's what, that's what, <laughs> oh, you mean before qualifying and then the race? Yeah, before, before doing the race. Yeah, I don't remember having to do that every time for last time in well, single player. No, you in the single player, you don't do the qualifying, do you? That's only online. I have to do a practice thing before I go into. Yeah, the, you have to do the practice because oh you've got to. God. You've got to set a certain time. It was yeah. that. So, it was that, and an extra twenty gig. Um, update. I, I mean, like, me I mean, imagine a racing game making you race. I mean, what madness is this? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. It yeah, is. I should have. Should I? You should. You should have played uh, Crew Motorfest. 
you'd like that. I think it's stupid. But then it's the same thing with you, like with something like FIFA. You don't like football, and you don't like football games, so you don't play. I mean, that's the thing. It's just aimed at a particular. I think this game is aimed at people who really, really like drive. But the fun factor of it, yeah, or yeah, the single I, play, I it's gone. Every single Forza game, yeah. and loved every single Forza game. Yeah, well, I have, I have before. I, when I played it before, I kind of enjoyed player. it. If especially with that single player, I really like the one. Remember the kind of Jeremy Clarkson stuff? He was always doing the voice stuff, and then he would be doing mm. and then go to the car. Was, I liked all yeah, that. That was five. Yeah, but yeah, um, and also, I'm going around the track, and I go, oh, God, how do I know this track? I haven't played fours for eight years. It's embedded in my memory from doing bloody practice <laughs> runs. Uh, I'm doing another practice <laughs> yeah, but... run. What am I doing in my life? That's what I'm thinking. The, you know, the the thing to point uh, out with that is that real life racetracks don't tend to change very much yeah I know, absolutely. so oh, absolutely, you know, yeah. if you've raced silverstone once you've raced it but I'm every not, in every game i'm not going to buy a game when i go around the m25 um well, I go well, you you play train sim world i do but i've never driven a train and what about that coach driver played. game as well you were on i've never driven a coach um mm. but i can now i know how to do it can i'm you? fully qualified <laughs> God, can you imagine Gareth in charge of public transport? Of course, I can drive a train now. You wait. I'll be there soon. Um, Welcome seen, to the I've seen a stream of, a, of him driving a coach or a bus, and I believe he hit a police car, <laughs> then went off the side of the bridge. That sounds, that sounds like he's just regular driving, though, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, right, gentlemen, thank you. That's been great. really enjoyed that. And um, we're all going to go off now and have our Christmas dinner. Not together, on our own, in a, in a cupboard. Um, gentlemen. <laughs> Speak for yourself, we are. <laughs> um, thank you so much. And we're not going to say what we're looking forward to, because Christmas, we're all going to look forward to that next week, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, we yes, are. Yes, we are. Um, but we're going to be back in the new year. Um, anything you want to say before we go, Paul? Are you happy with the results? Uh, the, the results were disappointing. Good. Because you're all playing the wrong games. Good, thank you, Paul. But, you know, other than that, yeah, it was good. Remnant good. Two was on there. I'm happy with that. Great, um, Richard. You happy? Yeah, uh, two big games to start 2024 off with. Uh, but after that, if nothing else could release, that would be great. Thank you. Good, Neil. Thank you very much for doing the lists. And are you happy with the list so far? I- I'm happy with any list that annoys Paul. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like I'm being trolled. Isn't it? <laughs> a long yeah, tr- we're record, troll. We're going to record the new one. <laughs> yeah, once I've gone away. And it'll be nice Liza P. P. Yeah. Persona 5 Tactica. Yeah. I mean, how did Armored Core not get on the list? That was brilliant. Because you're the only one who's played it. That's the problem. Well, why? Why am I the only one who's played <laughs> it? Because we're all reviewing other stuff. Because you're all rubbish. That's why. <laughs> we, don't, we don't like Armored yeah. Um, gentlemen, thank you. Look, everyone, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, have a lovely Christmas, and we'll be back in the new year. Brilliant. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.